like, you know, you see, it's like citrusy. It's made with oranges, so yeah. it's not that bad. It's not bad. Yeah, it's like uh, my favorite thing to drink this beer with is spaghetti. I can feel that. It goes with like a nice meal, you know. So what's up? <laughs> We've been holding <laughs> on talking for like thirty minutes. <laughs> it's like now, what are you? What have you been talking about? Well, we were talking about streaming, but the last time you were on the podcast, you've had a whole life since then. Man. So I figured that's what we talk about the most because you've been a busy boy. Yeah. Definitely, man. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, I played uh, played New York for the first time, played L.A. for the first time last year. You know, it's 2023 now, so i got to say last year. It's crazy. That's cool. Well, oh, yeah. Oh, Happy New Year, man. Happy New happy Year. Happy New Year. Yeah. Cheers. This is shit. Today is the first. Today it's, is the first it's the day. First of the month. Wake, wake up, up, wake up. up. Oh, Cash your checks and get up. Wake up. I love Bone Thugs. Oh, dude. Oh, yeah. One of my absolute favorites. <laughs> yeah. I think they they're not slept on because they actually had a lot of Billboard hits. Actually, they weren't. I mean, I guess I don't know what they're up to now. I mean, it seems like all they do I is still, get in I trouble now. I think they now. still release. I still. Yeah. I think Crazy and them still release a little copy. Yeah often as bone thugs and harmony or as like their self kind of like sectioned off i think because you know they kind of uh, fractured a little bit yeah i mean they were even when i guess when i was young when they were relevant when Mm -hmm. they were still huge as fuck getting songs and get out uh, i mean uh what's that movie with uh queen latifah oh which Um, one She's in so many. They do the the bank robbery. Oh, uh, with the, <laughs> where they have the car and it's like got rap on it. It was like the first time I ever saw a car wrapped. Yeah, it's got Jimmy Fallon in it. What's the name of that fucking movie? I'm not sure you got Jimmy Fallon in it, but it's a. Doesn't it? It's a. It's a. Is it's, it a comedy? No, it's okay. A, it's a. It's a drama for sure. It's got oh. Jada Pinkett Smith and and uh, how did I forget? And Queen Latifah. That's wild. I'm thinking set it off. Okay, I I don't think I saw that one. I'm pretty. I think that's it. So you played New York. Mm -hmm. What was that like? Where? Okay, so played two shows. Okay, I was pretty busy. Um, (coughs) in New York alone. Yeah. Okay. I uh, I was staying with my boy Stony. Shout out Stony Hoop. Go stream that man. Great uh, rapper. You feel me? Also shouts out Tiger. Um. But yeah, I was staying in New York. I played. Uh, you were living there. I wasn't living there. Uh-oh. I was just there, just briefly playing. I played uh, Econ, which is this uh, electronic-based like festival. Uh, okay. It's run by an artist named George Clinton. Great guy, great artist. Um, George Clinton. Clinton. Oh, Clinton. I was um, like, never mind. Sorry. Yeah, not good. Um, <laughs> Played with a bunch of great artists, you know what I'm saying? Um, that was at the Knockdown Center in Queens. And that was like probably one of the biggest shows I've ever done. And it was amazing. It was felt amazing. I felt electrified and inspired after that. Like I've been just on the vision, you know, since. Yeah. Riding that high. Isn't it mm-hmm. amazing what one show can do? I did not know. <laughs> Gotta go to New York more often. You know what I'm saying? Seriously. I, I, all the New York homies, I'm always telling them, like, yeah. So this was like an event home. center? Or like it was made for mm-hmm. bands? or It was like a it was like a little event space. Event yeah. space? Cool. Three stages. I was on a club stage. There was a main stage and an outdoor stage. Okay. And, uh, 
So you were inside. Mm-hmm. Nice. Nice. You weren't walking the people in. You were actually in the thing. That's fucking oh, we, wicked, we, dude. We were in like a little, it was like a crazy room that was narrow. And it was like hella people. Like a hallway room? Where it's it was not like, like a hallway. Like a shoot? It's, it's like a little, like, looked like a warehouse, kind of. Okay. But uh, I played that. Um, hella people, hella vibes. That's uh, awesome. And then I played Brooklyn with my boy, Ronnie. The promoter, shouts out him. I'm about to actually go play for him again in St. Louis in February. Nice. Where at? Um, we don't got a venue yet, but okay. once I got a venue, I'm gonna be posting that for show. Do it, do it. But it was that's looking like late February. But yeah, I played for him in Brooklyn at a Purgatory, uh, the Purgatory Bar. It was cool. Purgatory Bar. Yeah, that's what. It, well, they call it the Purgatory, though. That's okay. what it's called. Is it like underground? Like underground? It's pretty underground. It seems like a pretty niche, you know, type of place. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to picture. I've never been up there, so I don't know anything It was like about a gay like, bar. So, like, when you go in there, you could see the board. There's a board in there that says, mm-hmm. like, gay beer. Gay beer? Yeah. <laughs> I was dead ass. It's cool, though. It was yeah. Sounds fucking awesome. So, did you go... You play, Was that the beginning of the year? New York was, like, early on? That was, like, August. August. Mm-hmm. Was L.A. after? Or before? Before, I guess? No, no, before or after New York, like playing New York. Uh, well, I, no, I was there for about five days, and I played those two shows within those five days. So I was like back-to-back. So you played L.A. and New York in five days? Oh, not L.A. and New York. I met oh, the Queens and Brooklyn. No. I met the Queens and Brooklyn show. I, I played L.A. Dude, I was May. about to say, God damn. I played L.A. in May. Oh, okay. so before. Mm-hmm. Okay. Was yeah. that with Goon and all them? That was with my boy Pretty, Kevin Bedford, Tim okay. the Terrible, you know. Oh, them. was it that outdoor fest thing they played? It wasn't outdoor fest. It was inside. It was a little venue in downtown. It was like uh, the Arts District. Okay. Yeah. It was called Resident L.A. Yeah. Resident L.A. Yeah, it's pretty, pretty cool. I've never been, man. I drove past L.A. this year. I went out to the uh, the mountains, but we would like... That's a you nice know, little cool drive. Dude, it's a You ever go drive. through Calabasas up to Malibu? And, you know. We went through, what's that, where everyone goes and does all the drugs? The, that fucking, uh, it's like the little trees. The, mm-hmm. U2's got an album named after it. Fuck, man. <laughs> <laughs> My fucking brain does not work half the time, I swear to God. What is the name of that? Joshua Tree. Joshua Tree. We drove through Joshua Tree, okay, like okay. across, like down and around, and then up through all the orange groves. Like, we drove. Yeah, we didn't fly or nothing. That's a lot. There's a lot of road out there, dude. That is a wild ass trip. Anyone should, everyone should take that trip. That is mm-hmm. amazing. But we drove past it. That's about all I've got. I've never been to. I've never been further north than like. Well, I've been to like South Dakota and shit, but never like on the east coast. I uh, farthest north I uh, played was Wisconsin during the pandemic. You know. Wisconsin during the pandemic. Yeah, I That's played wild. like at the beginning. So I played St. Louis and Wisconsin at the beginning of the pandemic, and I went to the University of Madison. Okay. And, I was um, just fixing to say, what is in Wisconsin that you would possibly be playing at? University. <laughs> That's it. That makes sense. University of Mad- Madison, and it was pretty cool. Um, Seems fun. College, probably fucking party animals. My first St. Louis show was dope, too. I really look forward to going back in February. <clears throat> Did you play that this year, too? That was uh, during the pandemic. Oh, okay. That was like 2020. 2020. Mm-hmm. I didn't do shit in 2020. It was like the very beginning. At the very beginning of, of the pandemic, 
when like, everyone was as it was about well, everything. Yeah, yeah, as as it was slowly coming off the cruise ships. Oh right, and when people everyone was like, affected. I think we can do shit. I don't know. And then people start <laughs> yeah. getting slowly affected inland. Like yeah. you started seeing people in like fucking Texas and shit. Like oh. Damn. Well, that's where all the ports are. Once all the ports started opening up, and uh, but dude, yeah, that shit spread quick. That was wild time. God Almighty! And I remember when Arkansas was just zero. Then we just saw slowly went from zero to like four thousand a day. Like yeah, four, like right. It was yeah. insane. That shit did come quick. Did come I, quick. I almost I almost went the whole time without getting it, and I got it at the very end of the last one of the last booms. Like that last that year, last. Little yeah. run that we had. Where people, hella people got it. Yeah. yeah. I got a very mild case of it. I remember testing and shit. I did too. That was what mine, I was working and somebody said, you know, it's all mine. Some kid brought it from school and I was working in their home. Boom, got it done. Mm-hmm. Okay. I kept working because they already had it. I was like, fuck it. It's a really like, it's like a really body like ache. Yeah. It's like a huge body ache. That's what mine was too. Achy as fuck. Yeah, it's sore. Like, uh, like yeah. you just kind of just want to not do nothing. Like it's just like oh, I'm just going chill. Like, so when did you come on last? Was that 19, 2019? What was that? I feel like it was. That's been a, it's been a while, man. This is three years old now. Did you know that? I've been doing this for three years now. That's crazy, isn't it? I was trying to think. The last time you were on here was one of the early on episodes too. It might have been 18, dude. 18, 19, because, well, when did we start? When did this fucking thing start? 19? You started it. I know, I can't remember. 2019? I think it was 2019. So that's, so you had to come on in 19. I just found it on YouTube. I wanted to find the exact date. Oh, shit. I don't know if I was uploading. November 12, 2019. There you go. That's how I was on Oh, the one you were on here? Oh, there you go. I found the exact date. November 12th, so, fuck, it's been three years. I was 22. I'm 25 now. Wow. Yeah. I've been down, going down this uh, COVID, like, timeline where, like, I think shit was just a couple months ago, and it's like, no, that was, like, fucking four years ago. And you're mm-hmm. like, what? Yeah, no, there was this huge, I think there's always going to be a huge timeline distortion because of the pandemic. Dude, it like it fucks me up because just everything that. was normal in 2019, and right. I that's kind of like what my history is now. Like in my head, I think about history as in pre 2019 and then after 2019. Right. Like that's just how my head categorizes. Like there's a stopping point and then we go forward again, like yeah. a reset. Yeah. It was kind of a reset. It's kind of like a stop or just like a completely switch of how society functions. Right. So when you played New York, is that what gave you that big boost to like, because didn't you like, you've been kind of on one here lately, like yeah. playing a ton of shows, you sold some music, right? Like got yeah. a, a deal? You got a well, deal, I, right? I, yeah, I did a, uh, last year I uh, sold one song to uh, UNXT, which was a division of Universal Music Group. Yo. That was a little check, that was a little check up front for just a song, it was doing really well. Um, uh, the other side of existence that track is doing going crazy that's what's up I think it's got like to date 750,000 streams on Spotify god yeah just through like a play like is it on one of their playlists or something how does that work it got on on hella playlists but also my algorithm is really strong people I have a really good organic reach like okay Euphony my most recent album didn't get on any playlist but it's already almost done like 30,000 just all on its own merit Mm -hmm. yeah 
Because isn't that like the whole thing? Isn't playlists like the whole? Yeah, it's a it's the code cracker. I'll tell you this: you see me on the playlist. That's meant to be. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's hard. <laughs> it's oh, wow. not easy getting on them, but when it's meant to happen, it happens, and that's what's what's dope about it. And it, when it happens, it is a crazy boost. It just like blows up. It's just like the. It's like. It's like, welcome to the algorithm. You know what I'm <laughs> like a ribbon cutting. Yeah. yeah. You made it, friend. Welcome. Um, congratulations. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> it's absolutely what it is, though. It's unparalleled, the type of growth that I've seen myself and other artists. Is uh, the playlist. Get Yeah, get through these playlists, yeah. That kind of like is the thing, right? So like even like posting on Instagram or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Hitting the musical playlist is the bigger bump. And, and and you know, the thing is, it's like, it's really about developing those relationships with, you know, um, those guys that do that. Right. That understand it, understand music. Right. You know what I'm saying? And Producers, like, fans. Well, it, well, it's not just them specifically, but I'm rather as saying, like, people on, that work for the for the streaming companies. Because those, oh, those, those editorial playlists are run by people. Those are people... You know, that's a hack. Place I never those. even really thought about that. Yeah, that's that's in people's jobs just like to do that. like getting in with the curator of the, it yeah, all. Yeah, the curators. Uh, yeah, that's an interesting thought. I never would have thought of that. That's interesting. Uh, so how you doing that? You just look like looking them up and just being like yo and hitting them up, or well, it could be that, or just like you know, sometimes sometimes I. Uh, Got contacts just from doing stuff because of uh, partnerships between companies saying, like, oh. you know, sometimes my distribution company will have an opportunity. Like, an opportunity I got during the pandemic was uh, I played a uh, Twitch performance on Amazon Music's Twitch uh, account. It was, a twi- uh, it was like a music performance concert. And right. so I DJed. On Twitch, and I had there was a third party company that handled the broadcasting and stuff, and we had to talk to the Amazon people through email back and forth constantly to organize it. And that's pretty cool, dude. So that's one of those times where was this a pandemic thing too? Um, yeah, yeah, that's wild. So did you? Go to a facility, or you did this from your house? I did this from I did this from my homie's uh, spot. And okay, it was like kind of he's got a kind of like a studio space. He's yeah, got yeah. a stage. He's got his screen, and it was cool. We That's fucking. Do. And awesome. I had a whole team of my homies: uh, Darius White, uh, you know, my boy J Cole Anston, um, Pat. You know, what I'm saying and we all I had them all come and. They all set up all the cameras That's and the wicked. screens in code and did the code so we could like put the the, the things behind me because there was like video behind me too. Oh, like a green screen? Mm-hmm. What? Yeah. That's wicked. Super high production shit, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's a fucking awesome. That was here in Arkansas you did that? In Little Rock, yeah. Wow. And streamed to an Amazon event. Dude, that's awesome. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Who the fuck so, do you have working on this? Is this you? You're just reaching out, being like, "Yo, I want to no, do they this." They just came to me with the opportunity during because oh. sometimes they just come to me. With oh, you made it to that level. Yeah, people no, people like man, people know like I'm very vocal. 
about my abilities. You are. And I, I'm always like, I felt like when I was younger, I felt like I was underutilized to myself. And once I realized that, I was like, okay, I can never be underutilized to myself. I always got to be striving. I always got to, like, put every record out. Like, I got to be able to stand on this 10 years from now. Absolutely. You feel me? Yeah, I do. So. The musician in me understands wholeheartedly that you don't want to do something you don't believe in because what's the fucking point? Exactly. If you don't believe in yourself, no one else is going to. And if you truly believe in what you make and you truly walk that and really live that and the music is good, then shit falls, you know, in your favor. And that's that's all I'm standing on, really. I like I I think even if the music per se, because what is good music, right, is that's all really an opinion. It's subjective. At the end of the day, it can always get better because if you love it that much and it shows yeah. which you can always go live you know live when you see somebody you know if they give a fuck yeah it's it's very apparent yeah uh, and that that i think just that in and of itself will bring better quality to your abilities your 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 music itself like hell you might even quit what you're doing to try something else just because you got better mm-hmm. you know that, that takes me to one thing that I focused on during the pandemic and one thing that's been my focal point is my evolution as an artist and my growth. Yeah. And, um, you know, uh, my most recent album, Euphony, is like an EP. Like, I've kind of resulted just dropping these singles or EPs. Yeah. I think that's me? what we're all doing. And it, it kind of talks about, you know what I'm saying, that this is my my perspective of just like you know the parallels of life like the the, the intricacies of duality and you know what I'm saying like accepting what comes and doing what you can like managing my expectations as an artist I kind of put my concepts of my myself of what I realize as an artist right and gaining patience you know what I'm saying mm. becoming an artist for and, things to come. Yeah, and and don't don't get discouraged when they just don't pop up immediately. Exactly, I think that's a big Re- reinforcing one, my expectations and kind yeah. of taking some of those concepts and being like, sometimes, <clears throat> like euphony is definitely like kind of just like, um, I'm talking about duality. This could go good or this could go bad. Right. But I'm trying to make the best music possible. But at the same time, I love I love the thought of that because when you think about like. I, I'm guilty of it. I mean, you might be too. I'm sure we all are, really, to some extent. You exist to you 24 mm-hmm. seven, and you know, and you believe in what you're doing. You know it's good, right? You're just like, man, why the fuck isn't someone paying attention to me? But sometimes we tend to put that on other people. It's like, well, it's not my job to know who yeah. you are. That's exactly. your job, exactly. You know, and like I, dude, I'm, I'm, I've been on record saying like, I don't like this, and I don't. I've been a, you know, bah humbug, fucking Instagram is stupid. But at the end of the day. Do you want to do the thing or do you not want to do the thing? Yeah. Because you kind of got to play a little bit of ball, right? A little bit of ball for <laughs> a couple of, a couple of years. You got to get hazed, too. You got to oh, go through some shit, man. You got to go through the bullshit. And, and, but really, it's kind of good, though, because it's just really all it is is just making mistakes and learning from them. And sometimes it's not your fault. I can speak to that. People take advantage of you or something or they want something from you. Mm-hmm. Um. But I think I think that's a really good point, man. Like we exist to ourselves all the time. It's hard to like. It's hard to remember. Like, get, just wait, just pause on it. It'll come. Yeah. You know, if you work hard enough and believe in that shit hard enough, you'll get there, eventually, to some degree. Yeah, it takes time. <laughs> like, how long have you been doing it? It's been about like ten years. See, you know, I was a kid. 
I got in. A lot of people know I was a kid when I like started this. Yeah, and yeah. I was sucking. I was listening to my tapes walking home from school, and I listen on my little iPod <laughs> and my iPod headphones. Mm-hmm. And I just be like, I do not like this. <laughs> Critiquing was, yourself. Yeah. yeah. I would listen to it though, cause I'm like, damn, that drop kind of lit. I started, you know, realizing little things, you know, what I'm saying, and slowly, just I don't know, something happened. Yep. And it was it, something clicked, and uh, I, I I turned my I changed my name, cause it was originally Pharaoh Ra, and Pharaoh Ra. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and that's I, not bad for DJ. It's not, yeah, I was a producer, so. Oh, was, okay. And I, I changed it to Uni Basaru, and that was kind of like the beginning, to be honest. The beginning of the new. Of the, the new era. The new era. Yeah, as an artist. And would, I, that, would that, was that when, like, would you say that's when things really started clicking? Yeah, that's not, absolutely when Not just started. for you, but like your career, too? Yeah. Yeah. When'd you drop the, what was it? Uni Basura? Uni Uni Basa Basa Ruwa Ruwa. Okay, yeah, it's, it's crazy. It's a trantist. That's why I shortened it to Uni. Well, <laughs> it's like absolutely hard, and I recognized that, and I was just like, man, I gotta shorten my name. But Uniwa is tight though. Like it flows. It's got a good, you know, got a good yeah. ring to it. Yeah, I like it. I've always liked it actually, because when somebody told me, you know, Uni, I'm like, I have no idea who that is, but I like it. Thank you. It's uh, it took me some time to realize. Oh yeah, this is too long. But once I realized that, I instantly just went to just shorten all my names, everything. Right. And I was lucky that I always, as soon as I got on stream, and I got on streaming early. But I was able to go ahead and already have established Uniwa as my streaming name, so right. I didn't have to change it from Unibossery to that. I just had to change my socials. Oh, fair. Yeah, yeah. But I mean. So, how old are you, Uni? I'm 25. 20, okay, so that would that would actually make a lot of sense. I was going to say, well, surely you had it before streaming existed, but I'm thinking about I myself. I was like 17 yeah. when I got on streaming. Okay, so not, well, how long ago what was that? What, 25, 17, 5, 7? So seven, like seven, eight years, mm-hmm. something like that. So right at the beginning, like three years into like just doing music. So you were putting out, was this like, I'm gonna just drop it on like a small platform, or did you just go for broke and just fuck I, it? I'm putting I, it on Spotify, I, it Apple. It kind of started like okay, I was on YouTube. Okay, and I had a YouTube page. I had a couple YouTube pages before my current one. One got eaten by the Google Plus integration of death yes. incident of 2016, 17. Yep. Terrible time. So you just like lost 15. all that. Yeah, I lost one of my pages. Had four thousand subscribers. Fuck. I lost it. So I would have like everything. I would have had like eight thousand or ten thousand now if Dude. I didn't lose that page. But and that's a great mark too. Mm-hmm. That's so hard to get to. Like it I'll, is. I'm at four thousand on my new one. Dude, we're at three years. You're at four thousand. Four thousand six hundred something. I need to know your secrets because we uh, are at three years and we just crossed two hundred. Release a <laughs> lot of music and a lot of content. Just go live, it's, go live on your page. You know that I heard the live, and I'm seeing now too the shorts. I need to start getting into yeah, that. Yeah, definitely now. do shorts, and just tease. Are you doing shorts? Are you yeah, on that game uh, yeah. yet? I do memes, so like, okay. 
since I make memes and I used to run meme pages and shit, like I'm already into like kind of like doing shit that's not okay. already like. I, people know me as a musician, but I like to be perceived through other routes, right? Like mediums, and so I like making shorts and memes, okay. or or me like, or me like DJing or playing keys or something, you know. That's what's up. I, I didn't know that about you, a meme maker, huh? Are you talking about like visual memes or just like Spider-Man, three clouds over their head, whatever? You know, the like, one where they're all doing this shit. Like visual, like visual memes in the sense that like it'll be a picture, okay, of a crazy funny picture of me. Uh-huh. It'll have like funny, well, funny like transition effects, uh-huh. and it's just transition and like, okay. and it's got like trap music over it. And it's just like so. I I did hear a nugget of this from so I I do a lot of on my uh, Instagram a lot of the things I follow like a lot of like people who are like in the music industry like they're gonna tell you things that they're seeing and doing and there's a guy too. there's a guy who made it made his whole shit by taking anime clips just anime and sticking like if you took an anime clip and stuck a Uniwa track under it. But it hits that anime algorithm, mm-hmm. and then all people, all you're really looking for is for them to use your song too, mm-hmm. not the clip itself. It doesn't that has nothing to do with it. But you upload that little snippet, and that's what goes viral. And you just link that to your player, and yeah. it just runs with the hills. Is that, that kind of what you're doing with the memes, or are you just kind of like free for all? This is free for all. Free just, for all. Just just do it for fun, kind of. It's an expression. Does it's it work funny. though? Like it's funny to me. They get pretty. They get, get pretty, pretty good hits. Good, yeah, it's pretty decent. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. It's pretty cool. Are you, are you doing that on all the stuff or just like an Instagram thing? No, nah, I just do it depending TikTok. Not always on every social, but like sometimes it's on every other social. Man, I get inundated. I'm, I don't know if I was built for it. The all the socials, all the platforms. Are you on TikTok yet? Oh uh, yeah, yeah, of course. I have multiple TikTok accounts. Multiple TikTok accounts. Shit. Would you recommend it? For a musician. Like, uh, let's just stick stick with the music thing. Like, as me, being a, in, like, four it's bands. It's a great... It's a great avenue to be discovered, to be honest. But okay. it's just... But I'm in, like, four things. So do I stick to one thing, or do I make four different accounts? Like, do I make it about me? It depends on... What's your marketing like is like I only make those accounts to try to make also like tastemaker accounts of music I actually like too. Right, right, right. Like I push music I actually like that I'm passionate. So you're about you're you're more like a funnel. Like people yeah. can come to uh UniWatch. I try to create fun. memes and music taste making in one thing. That's cool. From some of those accounts. Some of those are not attached to UniWatch at all. Oh, okay. It's just a passion thing. Mm-hmm. Ah, all right. I've always I'm struggling right now with the TikTok thing. Like I know I should be on there, and I've been convinced that I should be, but you know I'm a I'm a bit of a curmudgeon, uh, so I'm finding it hard to like. Okay, if I'm gonna do it, do I have to do four of these fucking things for like every avenue I'm in, or can I just do one thing and make that the thing, and hopefully people whatever whichever side of me they fuck with. They'll I kind of I that. don't always do them too. It's like when I feel it and I have some, I go do it. It's not like I'm always doing it all the time. I don't think forced is the way to go. See, mm-hmm. I don't want to feel forced to do anything. Exactly. That's yeah. the thing. That's I don't like that either. Yeah. That's why I only do it when I feel like it. Do you have that problem? Like, do you, I've always wondered this about like y'all's into stuff where you're like producing beats and shit like that. Mm-hmm. 
It's like you're constantly going to a studio. I'm, I assume that's probably I, a big I, part of your life. I work out at the crib. You know, I make mostly almost every major album I've ever made. Out the, really, the, when you're yeah. working with like a uh, an artist or something like that, or is when or, I work with an artist, I'm going to the studio. To the studio, yeah. Is there yeah. ever like, because <clears throat> I know, like in on my end of things, which I'm sure you're familiar with, it's a band. You mm-hmm. write all these songs in a practice room, da da da, and you're kind of just you've perfected it in such a way that now it's like okay, we know we can do this in a week. We book a week of time. It's done. But you don't really get. Do you? I guess what I'm asking is, is like, are you coming in with say a beat? Maybe somebody bought from you, or you say, just show up, and we'll figure it out in the studio. Is it that easy? Where you're just like, fuck it, just come, and we'll figure it out, or is it like they, you know, if they usually buy tracks, and and if they, if they already, you know, have the song written, then I'm like, you know, if you're ready to record, we can record. But it's usually dependent on where they are at their process okay. and how comfortable they are with because not everybody can just freestyle or just do right. reference cut reference tracks and everybody's you know also everybody's uh way of creating is different sometimes especially Absolutely. in that in that field yeah. so oh you got guys i'm sure that can just put it all in their head guys that are coming up off the dome yeah guys that have to write every single even down to the syllable out you know, I'm sure it's all walks of life coming through uh, a studio where you're doing hip hop tracks. I can't even imagine because it's all most. I would assume, for the most part, I'm just guessing uh, that the beats are typically just on deck by the time you've made it to that point. Yeah, yeah. Because there's a guy like you painstakingly beat mapping a MIDI fucking file. <laughs> you know it. Yeah, dude. I just hey. I just finished my home office studio and I just started messing with like MIDI. I have a whole dude, I went I, I went crazy. I got a whole MIDI station. That's hard. I don't know how to use none of it. It's amazing. You gotta and learn. I am. So I'm I dude, I literally this all just happened like this month, like in the last couple weeks, and I just got it to where like I can do multiple things. I need an interface that so that has MIDI. That one doesn't, and I thought it did, so I'm a fucking dummy for that. But I gotta get the MIDI to the computer. Mm-hmm. How are you? How do? <laughs> I know I'm kind of picking your brain, but yeah, you're good. No, I'm, I'm, this is cool with me. It's kind of it all kind of worked out. Yeah, <laughs> I got a MIDI guy. And I don't know shit about it. Yeah, I got a piano. I got two pianos, mm-hmm. and I got a uh, about three. You got three. Mm-hmm. I, I want one of those. What are the drum machine? I don't even know if that's what they're called anymore. Uh, Beat pad. Yeah, yeah. That's a uh, mine's a Akai MPD twenty six. Fuck yeah. And then I have another Kai product that's just knobs. Just knobs? Oh, I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah. I used to use it to mix. Really? Yeah, but now I just have my DJ controller. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I've seen that live, right? Mm -hmm. Where you just fucking cut it off. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I got faders and all that. Uh Uh-huh. I love that. I'll quit picking your brain. I know this isn't supposed to be an interview. But like we, we, we started going down the MIDI rabbit hole and I was, I was like, gonna oh. say man I love Mini Dog it's, it's art I stay up really late at night with Mini's in my arms like my girlfriend <laughs> yeah. you feel me like I do you know what I'm saying on some real shit like, it's 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 ta- it's tax like I, I get how you could mess with it long enough to kind of be 
fluid with it yeah. where you can just kind of come in and already know how it's going to lay out to, to this grid. But as far as I'm I, at, I also adjust my impact time. Like oh, yeah. My velocity. Oh. All the, and like a drum set, like, oh, I'm trying to do a drum. So I, mm-hmm. I, I had, I had Justin send me a drum track cause he's kind of familiar with the stuff and that's how he does it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, send it to me. I'm just going to tear it apart and start messing with it. Dude, I got to kick snare high hat. And I was like, I think I'm done for the day. I can't, I cannot figure this out. I don't know. I, I don't know, man, that that's going to take a hot second. Mm-hmm. Shout out to everyone who's doing this because I feel like a lot of people. This is the the way you do music now. Yeah, man. Like drums, they're all MIDI. Everyone's just out here typing away on a piano and just making whole drum beats. I'm like, fuck. How long does it take you? Seriously. Um, like from start to finish on a song, what's a normal? It can vary. It can vary depending uh, on like, man. Because usually I'm like blown. You know, I'm high. Right. Right. I'm usually like, like, when I say I'm a master at work, like hours of just, you know, like really finding the, like what I really wanted to hear. You know what I'm right. saying? Because it's like I'm not gonna lie, what I want to hear has grown to be more complex over time, and um, that can range from like a couple of hours to like weeks, months. You know what I'm saying? A minute, man. It's oh like it could rain seriously. Like that's scary. Months. <laughs> Spend months. Oh my god. Yeah, I don't think it's something you can just I'm just so used to being able to sit down and just get it out of my brain instantaneously. Sometimes it's yeah, easy. Sometimes I gotta come back to something a minute after I've listened to it. I something I gotta keep listening to it over and over again. You ever just like get something going and go, Never mind, this is stupid and just abandon it completely. Yeah, I've done that so many times. Yeah. It happens. I try not to do that actively now now that I'm like way more capable than I used to be. Now right. I'm just like I can do something with this now. Right. I'm literally like a couple weeks ago went back in my files from 2013 and flipped a sample and made a track out of a sample that I used in 2013 that I felt at the time I couldn't sample. No shit. So you just had this like so did Wow, man, that's wild. That's so cool to hear. Like, I don't have things like that where I can just go backwards in time. Because the sample, the 2013 sample was like, I knew it sounded good. Right. I heard that shit. I was on it. And you were like, I'm just going to hold on to this when I'm good enough. I'll know when I can put this in something. That's sick, dude. Mm -hmm. I'll YouTube myself. You'll YouTube yourself? No, I'll YouTube. Oh, oh, I'll YouTube. Sorry. I'm sorry. You're good. Ally, ally, you myself. Dude, that's, I'm stuck, I'm kind of stuck on that because like, the only way I get to do that is if I just had a riff from when I was already good. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I had to be good enough to write the damn riff, otherwise I'm, one, I'm gonna, I'm going to forget it because I don't have a good memory at all. Uh, But, like playing guitar, I still don't think I'm a great guitar player. Like I'm yeah. good enough to get by and write songs, but all the structures are very, very simple. So I could never hear something and go, oh, well, like in five years, I know for a fact I'll get that. And you're over here like, I got folders of this shit. That's awesome. Yeah, right? I love, I love that. It's crazy. So what else you been up to, man? I, I, you've been 
crazy busy. I've been also in between coming out and playing these shows. I'm really just taking my time and just relaxing and working on my next album uh, for uh, trying to get an album out with a label in L.A. Don't want to say too much right now, yeah, but yeah, in talks and trying to get some That's really a really great experience together. I'm already working on my next project, and I'm, I'm, I've got a lot of uh, passion towards looking at this year, and I definitely want to set a very big stride in contemporary electronic music, and that's like what I'm really focused on musically, but you know, when I'm chilling, I'm chilling, like watching TV, watching like right. shows and shit. Sure. Like movies, you know what I'm I, saying? I'm wondering like, when you when a guy like you, who has like what you're doing in music, what is what does that even look like? Is it more like a massive like distribution style thing where we're gonna stick this in clubs, we're gonna stick this in like the the industry, like studios, people mm-hmm. can pick through you know, I'm sure those bigger studios they just have catalogs of beats that mm-hmm. they can just sift through and take you and know, I get people my contact, I network and I always offer, you know, to work and um <clears throat> I make a lot of contacts and just try to see how I can like help them with their sound or their artist sound or Oh, so you can do that too. Yeah. And um I uh I work I try to I, I'm I got some artists I'm developing. Okay. I'm trying to like you know what I'm saying, make something really cool, uh something really new. And um like a producerial role? Huh? Like a producerial role where you're like, Don't do it like this, do it like this or Yeah, I kinda like I got proteges and I got mm-hmm. I got some producers that I I feel confident in and I got a singer and um you know I'm always trying to s- help cool. them better understand the reality of the industry and uh-huh. and how they can truly make the best art they can you know I feel like that's the toughest hurdle for all of us mm-hmm. the reality part is a real motherfucker mm-hmm. that's that's cool dude so you just fucking all fingers in 300 different things yeah just moving do you do you ever get off the phone not really yeah i have a uh, manager shouts out keith shout out keith it's my boy uh, shouts out randy said a part of your group yeah, management team like lawyer and manager basically lawyer yeah, fancy. Uh, oh, I guess when you're just the main though. guy I go to, you know, yeah. the main two guys I consult with on my really big decisions in life right. and music as far as so, yeah, I trust them. That's sick. Yeah, so uh, it's always good to, to you know, in the midst of what you're doing, right. um, understand, like, like you said, the realities. Um, contracts are fucked up mm. <laughs> and I, I need longevity and I want a lot of great things for myself and especially for artists I work with and longevity um, that's the word yeah, yeah I'm looking for longevity man in all of this the quick buck doesn't really matter yeah it's all about the after all the, all the people that chase the quick dollar are always the people you see that are broke 10 years later mm-hmm. you know which is fine they had a moment but it's that money that's going to continue to go, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, 
that's hard to do though, man. These days, people get so instant. Everything's so instant. It's like music. It's like music is like convoluted because like these new artists get in, and then as soon as you get into the industry, you got like all these people trying to scam you. Oh, dude! And then you got all these emails that like Spotify sent you a uh huh. Use this playlist, and it's like a fake Spotify yeah. like. For artists thing, like I've seen that shit. Like And you got guys who can't afford get promotion uh-huh. for a hundred and fifty dollars. Like, right. Like and it don't be shit, bro. It's crazy how many like advertised music scams are on Instagram, dog. Like Oh, it's infinite, man. Every dude, have you seen now every time you make a post, if it's like related to something, you'll get twenty comments. Uh share it on this. Have mm-hmm. you seen this shit going around now? That's like the new scam. Uh, promote it on at you know new label media and you're like no one knows who this is this is clearly bullshit bot activity but it is but imagine if you don't have someone to go through all that that's the algorithm right that's crazy it's just sending that to you that shit sucks I hate bots dude I hate bots too because you want to use the hashtag so people who are looking for something can find it but that hashtag is equal parts good and bad these days because it's going to come with like that stuff mm-hmm. and if you don't know like even, if I, when, even when I don't use hashtags they come really that's the crazy part that is crazy they're just there wow so they're just existing yeah they're not chasing stuff they're just like there's some people behind them too they you know wanna... you think there's humans behind them yeah I like I see like I've talked to them. They DM me, and I'm like, leave me the fuck alone, block. You know what I'm saying? I'm fucking tired of all the bots. It sucks. Honestly, 2023, this is going to be kind of controversial. Kill all the bots. Kill 2023. All the bots. That's the hill I'm on. <clears throat> Just that behavior, it's it's like, it sucks. Because imagine being young and not understanding that that is like, especially the email thing. Like, even I think I'd be fooled by the email thing. I always check the emails, like, I'm so like cross fishing on fishing scams. Yeah, like also I've seen so many crazy music scams. Like, I pay a lot of attention, and um, I observe a lot. Right, I've literally seen somebody. I'm not gonna say who locally. They got a revolt. They got a revolt uh, music article. You know, revolt TV. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They got a revolt music article. And I'm looking at it, and I'm like, oh, something's off. Uh-oh. Well, the first thing I see is that it's revolt.org. Damn. Revolttv.org. I'm like, something's off. And I go down, I scroll down to the bottom of this person's article, and I see two revolt social media tabs doubled at the bottom. I'm like, damn. This isn't a real site. Right. This isn't the real Revolt TV. And I look up Revolt on Google, and uh, Revolt.TV comes up. And I'm like, oh, this is the real one. And I just look at both of them side by side, and I'm like, ouch, man. Holy shit, this is, it's gotten bad. Yeah. They got fake billboard. I've seen a fake billboard.com. How do they do that shit? Like, it's They're so good. They've gotten so good, man. Because there are emails I see that I'm just like, I'm convinced 
But I just quit responding to all, like all my emails. Like my my email now is just this giant uh, junk drawer. You know, mm-hmm. I thought about making a brand new one, just like an incognito one. That's like suit, like all the settings are just like hyper private. Like the only way you can email me is if I gave you the email address. Period. And just start over, because I'm sitting at like fifteen thousand unread email. I'm not going to go through all that. Yeah, you know. So what else? What's 2023 looking like? So we got an album. What about? I mean, you said last year you had the time of your life at New York, LA, all that shit. Is there more of that? I mean, I know you said. Yeah, I want to go back to LA and New York this year, of course. Um, This year? Yeah, I want to go back. Okay. Uh, Definitely planning to go back to LA soon. Uh, I already got St. Louis booked. So I'm I'm surprised you don't go to LA more because that seems like where your thing would exist the most. I'm going to. I'm going to start. Okay. Trust me. (laughs) It's coming. I'm just taking my time. Uh, St. Louis is already booked. I think I'm going to be playing UCA in February, before at, right before I go to St. Louis, I think. Okay. Um, yeah, I got a, a couple of dates already, so. Already? Just, yeah, I'm 20? just, before I even left last year, I was already had these dates. Damn. So. That's good. Getting in, getting ahead of the game is good. Just saying yes to something that comes up quick, kind of. Eh. I, like, I like booking ahead of time, too, but then again. We only play a handful of shows a year, so it's a little easier. Mm-hmm. We don't. I haven't been out of state in quite a it while. Gets, it gets grueling when you're just doing. Oh, no, especially when it's those distances, because that's airplane shit. You what? ain't driving that. Yeah, I, I remember when I was in New York and I was sleeping, and I was on the. Um, this is right before my show. It was like a day before my show. I think I was on the air mattress, and you yeah, know yeah. it was cool. Yeah. It was cool. It was comfortable. Uh, you know how you can't really stop it when air mattress kind of lose air. Yep. And then I remember I tried to yank up. <laughs> I tried to yank up. Yeah. Well, as I felt like I was like kind of like seeping in. Uh huh. And I like pulled something in my thigh. Of course. And I just wow, that yep. hurt so bad. It was <laughs> insane. I was just like, and it's like three in the morning, so I'm like. Covering my mouth, <laughs> like trying not to scream with agony, you know, because I'm a real nigga. I'm, a, I'm, a, I don't like to, you know, cause discomfort to other people. You feel right. me? If I'm sleeping in the spot, you know, what I'm saying I'm, I'm, whew, I'm just sit there and deal with it. Yeah, just I play football and shit, yo. Like you just sitting there three hours. Like I'm glad y'all are up. Uh, my back is fucking killing me. Yeah, it was like my like thigh. It's like. My, it's like the muscle, you know. It's probably just uh, dehydrated, man. You got the, was it a pull, the, you know what I'm saying? Like a, some lactic acid buildup, you know? Yeah. But you drink, you seem like a water drinker. You came in I'm here a, with a big yeah, tall I, I drank drink. a lot of water yeah. in New York, too. Yeah. I always got the Polish Springs water there. That's what they be drinking on. And That's shit. their whole thing. Yeah, Polish Springs. Dude, you got to drink water living in a place like that where you're walking every fucking where? Lord right. knows I'm not paying for rides. Yeah, right. Like, what is it, 13 blocks? We got this. I walked so far. I walked. It was funny, the shit you see when you walk to New York. I saw um, I saw something like, it's got a smoker's hub, and it was like porn hub. It was like, like. <laughs> it was like logo. Like, the logo looked just like the porn. It's literally just like the porn hub logo. Yeah, but it's smoker's hub. Yeah. 
Was it for was it a marijuana store? Or is it just like people buying cigarettes and shit? I didn't go in. I don't okay. really know. It's funny as fuck. I saw a Boost Mobile store. I was like, wow, that's still around? That's crazy. I haven't seen a Boost store in a while. So that's history. I'm like, man, this feels like back in its fucking 2000s. This is crazy. I feel like a city that big, they're going to have things you forgot about all over the place. Because there's so many fucking people there. You're right. What is there's like 8 million people in that one just crammed in that's so many fucking there are we're we're at like three so double almost triple the amount of people Mm -hmm. all of arkansas just in little rock Mm -hmm. right triple exactly that's nuts little rock being two hundred thousand people is something that i've always kind of like it's low-key a flex and a good thing because it's like we're underpopulated underpopulated not if we you like, believe our road system. Yeah, our road God, system. God, the traffic like, here is a nightmare. The traffic here is definitely not. If we were to go to 500,000 people, it would be unsustainable. Oh, no, dude, there's no way. I think that's why they're building all this shit. You know, we're over three now. We're, we're over 300,000. Are you serious? For like the, for like the area? Yeah. For the metropolis. Mm-hmm. For the, okay. So we're it's, it's fucking climbing, and I think that's the big push. You know, they just... The six thirty interchange, and now they're doing the fucking massive thirty. You know that things and all the stuff downtown too. That's what I'm saying. So much infrastructure rebuild. They have to, dude. It's gonna because people they're not stopping moving here. They're not, and it's and it's they're coming in droves. So you got California. I've looked into Arkansas Reddit. A lot of people moving here from the west, dude. Me and my brother. He lived in Flippin, Arkansas. Still does, but he was moving. Mm-hmm. They had we went to nine of those storage facilities. Nine during the pandemic, mm-hmm. and they are sprawling there. They're not like the little ones here where they're like his building, his building. Dude, every single fucking one of them was full, and every single person, every person that we talked to that was like the front desk person said every one of these are from people from California. I was like. And that's up there. Imagine Little Rock. Welcome. Yeah, welcome. That's crazy, dude. You know, it's really inexpensive to live here. And it's, you know what I'm saying? It's efficient as fuck. Also, honestly. Inexpensive, not efficient. Sorry. Yeah. I feel that. Um, One thing about it is, it's like, I have also so much so much passion for the future of, of, of Arkansas artists and music and shit. I do too, man. You know what I'm saying? It's a big reason behind this whole thing. Mm-hmm. I think I think it started in... I think the real push of it all came back because it used to be something really special, but now it's... There's more to it. I'm not going to say it's perfect because nothing's perfect. That's a ridiculous thing to say, but there's way more... like. Back when I started, you would never see a guy like Uniwa or Mac Louie at a metal show, and and you certainly wouldn't see him opening the fucking show. Mm-hmm. And now that that's a reality, and we're doing shit like that all the time now, and it's so fucking sick. There was someone, I can't remember who, they were telling me a story that they had a show, and somebody came up to them and told them, they were like, you had this this act, this act, this act, and this act, and they all played in the same spot, and it was all different shit, and it was amazing, and everybody loved it. And they were like, this is one of the coolest things I've ever seen. I feel like we're almost pioneering mm-hmm. that. We are. We are. Awesome. Shouts out 
You know what I'm saying? Go and dig our song. Got to give out a shout out to my boy Absolutely. in LA. Um, Doing it. He, uh, I can say, spearheaded a lot of shit. Got me on DJing, you feel me? And right. Rev and doing Fire Room. The and, Fire Room thing was yeah, huge. Yeah. And I would always, man, I've been so busy. Just, I played Arkansas so much. Like, I've played at least over 55 times. Like, Locally? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I feel that. <laughs> yeah, I feel that. Like, but it's crazy because. And in a short span, because when you said 25 and you were doing shit at 17. Yeah, I started DJing when I was about 18, 19. That's, that's awesome. Um, and uh, it's 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 just like the feeling I got from Fire Room was like so many people. It was like we all here on the same thing and it was amazing so many people talk about those in such high regard it makes me i'm sad i missed out on it because i never got to see one i never knew about it it never crossed my radar yeah when, when the time is right i'm gonna i'm gonna keep you know doing shows sparingly in arkansas of course right. i got it i'm trying to focus on the national international stage now. you have to once you've and, hit that point you kind of have to yeah I, i'm definitely hitting that point and that's my i'm gonna refocus and reshift yes. and especially 2022 was very big for me and I, I definitely have to so but i know that i don't have to completely you know what i'm saying just completely abandon just it, abandon it well, that's what know? Typically, that's what happens because once you get to where you're at, the pop life starts moving so fast. By the time you know it, it's been six years. Mm -hmm. And again, it's all about relevancy because we look at, oh, yeah, he's out there, but he forgot about us. It's like he's moving a thousand miles an hour. We're over here in a horse and buggy, right? Yeah, you know, right. he's in a fucking rocket That's absolutely ship. how it is. It know? is exactly how it is because, dude, you're like, you look, I, I always know when I'm like at my busiest time and somebody will be like, it's, dude, we'll be in here and we'll be doing one of these. And I'm like, three hours? What the fuck? Like, the relevancy of it all, yeah. you know? Like, I've been huge into that. I've been huge into that. Like, thinking about, like, when you... Because you seem to be popping. Mm -hmm. So once it once the burble and you just go, it is literally like a cartoon. Like, I'm getting people that want to invest and buy records. Yeah. Uh, do acquisitions. You know, I'm getting a bunch of random opportunities. I've been getting sync opportunities, you know? People just reach out. They want to establish contact. The sinking thing. It's, it's been one. growing. Yeah. It's just been a visible inc like incline of growth for me, and I can tell because I'm like manage myself mostly right. outside right. of having my 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 co manager. I and, think you um, can see it from the outside perspective too, just from yeah. just from you posting and doing more. But it's it's cool that you're aware of being able to lose where you are, like here, and if you have a like an like a respect for this place and. And all the cool shit. I think it's. I think it's neat to mm -hmm. like, cause I, you know, this whole thing's a big giant thought experiment. So like, to be able to have that awareness. So when you do go, it's like I'm always gonna represent where I'm from and exactly. not forget that. Exactly. Because that's huge, man. Cause not a lot of people, I mean, most, you know, they leave here and that's it. They don't associate Uniwell with Little Rock. Right. That don't even make sense. Right. I was, I, it's not even like I lived in other cities growing up. Like some people move around and shit. Like I've always was from from here. So right. I've only been two places here in Dallas where I was born. Exactly. But I wouldn't say I'm from Dallas. I was born in Dallas. Exactly. But I moved here in like kindergarten. So like that's not the same. You know, that's not the same thing. I don't remember. I remember there, but I don't have like, you know, these this you know this whole history i can tell you a few stories yeah i, I have so much history just from being 
just around all these years. It's amazing. We're just hearing like, the people story. talk about Altel. You know, you remember Altel. Altel. She was talking about Juanita's downtown uh-huh. music hall. We was talking about the villa. You know what I'm the saying? Villa. Uh, what was that? There's there's been so many like little pop up venues here and there, like the old skate park. You know, people would do shit in there. Ferguson's. That was kind of a mm-hmm. long time ago, but. Uh, Rosa Brick, I haven't heard of that in a minute. It's a minute. It's it's been a while. Uh, there and there was a few like punk DIY venues that cropped up here and there, you know. Yeah. And they would do like the most. It was basically a room with a PA in it, mm-hmm. but it wasn't someone's house, so everyone was like, "Go." <laughs> I was I was talking to the homies the other day, and we were talking about we were telling the homie, an older homie, and that was a part of the scene, a time of the scene. We was like, I was younger, I was probably like nineteen, twenty, and. uh I remember uh, there was a stage. It was a, it was a called two one five in New Conway. Okay, and it was a it it was a, the black the black orange or something like that. The black Co- orange, like a coffee shop. Okay, and it had a stage and it had a very narrow, just little space for people to just stand. <laughs> and it had a stage that said like eight feet in the air or ten feet in the air it's really fucking high so you're up just fucking towering over everyone yeah and then it's like really low so it's like you can really you can't really stand up there so yeah. it's like you're kind of like yeah <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Dude, yeah. yeah you know what I'm saying that's like the second Juanita stage yeah hey. you feel me yeah Packed like, house, the whole front row is doing this. Uh, I, basically, it's insane. But it's like I've never understood. I've never understood those stages, dude. I was just like somebody just completely missed the mark on this one. Yeah, like who the fuck? Somebody completely fucked this. You off. know what it is? You know, it just dawned on me. You know what it probably is? They probably built that motherfucker without a saw, dude. They had like a handsaw, and. It, Two by fours come in eight foot sections, so they're like, fuck it. Just put the whole, this, this whole thing. <laughs> Just do the whole thing. I'm tired. I want to go home. <laughs> go see my wife and kids. Climb up on stage. Dude, I've seen it, man. I've been to, we did a venue in fucking uh, Nashville, Tennessee, and it was a dope ass place. I'm not knocking it. Mm-hmm. It was really cool. It was a safe house. It was amazing. Coolest venue in the world. And they were streaming in 09. Damn. Yeah. They were doing live streaming in 09. They were so they fucking were ahead, of the, ahead game. of the game. Yo. It was one of the coolest shows we ever played, but the fucking stage design. The it's, drum, all the, it's all there. It's dude, all the drum there. riser. I'm six foot two. The drum riser was up to my damn belly button. And that's almost four feet. And, dude, like, in a, a, dr- a drummer four feet above. And so my head is eight feet off the ground. And I'm looking down at my bandmates like this, playing, dude, On in this. It's probably the size of what Downtown Music Hall was when That's it was nasty. the longer room, remember? Yeah. The, so, like, the last version, because there was, like, four versions of Downtown Music Hall, but the last version where it was just, like, the shotgun style. I only and, remember briefly walking past it when I'd be downtown when I was younger. Oh, really? So I only look in a little bit. I never really went fully in. You never went inside downtown? Not fully. Oh, damn. I would always look inside while walking. And I wonder if people remember certain shit about downtown. Like, there was this one store called Sterling's I used yeah, to like. Yeah, absolutely. You remember Sterling's? Yeah. Sterling's was, like, right by that little that little clear-through bridge that yep. connects those two buildings. Yep. I used to go to Sterling's to always get pretzels and shit. I used to stomp around downtown quite a bit. Damn. Because all the venues were down there. I miss Sterling's. 
I miss a lot of things. I mean, it's all kind of different. Yeah. You know? I mean, but that's just life, I but think, still. I think if, if there was more, like, shit like Sterling's and, like, other businesses that just kind of sold, like, 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 food, other, not just food, but, like, not, like, restaurants, but, like. Like a coffee shop. Just hang out. Like, or, like, stores. Oh, like a Hastings. Yeah. Where you kind of have just a little bit of everything. Magazine, rack, coffee shop, maybe some sandwiches, soup, something mm-hmm. like that. But also, like, a chill. Like, you can get... Whatever, like, dude, I miss Hastings so fucking bad. That was a store to end all stores. Mm-hmm. The ultimate, the culmination of everything we ever knew as a society. <laughs> right. Then it's like weird. Like you go downtown, it's like weird. Like old, like like stores that have like really old furniture that look like drug, like that look like money laundering. Like <laughs> oh, they probably are, dude. Everything you know in there's got a layer of dust on it. Shit's crazy. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what is y'all? I'm like, this. I ain't seen this since 2003. <laughs> Should probably been there since 2003. Like, what do y'all really be doing in here? It's, it's like that bodega scene. Yeah. In half baked, where he walks in and everything's just like dusty as shit. Mm-hmm. He's like, let me get the weed. <laughs> real shit. I, real. I gotta say this. Real lies. Real lies, real lies. Right. I'll just be on some meme shit. That's just I'm just being funny. No, no, I love it, dude. I love it. Meme shit is, I mean, memes are ever like. I always think about like what what happened to comedies, man. When I was a kid, they released a comedy ten ten of them a year, mm-hmm. and they were all bangers. I comedies, I love comedies. I I think legitimately it's the internet. Like we get comedy all day long. Cause like we get, we get a lot of bad shit all day long, but we get dude memes are endless. You turn yeah. on any cell phone in the world, the memes are the only thing that can drown out all the gun violence, all the all the shit, all the stuff, you know. And you just and then you, and then all of a sudden it's like, what'd you say the 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 you know the the two the three Spider Mans pop up <laughs> and it's got some crazy ass caption on it, mm-hmm. and now I'm and now I'm chuckling to myself in a dark room while my phone charges, <laughs> mm-hmm. like. Man, it's it's one of the more better things that have come out of recent uh, technological advancements, and I must say that 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 they also swayed an election. So now I I wonder about the true power and intent of memes. Because, oh, fair. Because yeah. now they can be used. Weaponized. As a medium, and yeah. weaponized. So now that changes like that, its existence a bit. Isn't that everything now? Yeah. Once I mean, it reaches a certain volume, it it can be anything. Like that's what we were talking about. I had but a, also more or less because it's a form of media. I had a Heaven Townsend on a few weeks ago, mm-hmm. and when the cameras were on, that's kind of what we were talking about. Was like you know everything is everything and nothing all at the same time. Once something reaches a certain volume especially on the internet, it can be the less or more to an infinite degree, right? Yeah. It could, like, it's so crazy that even a meme, something as simple as, like, what started with, like, ah, ha, 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 you know, look, oh, look, they put a, they put a little fucking red shoe on him, ha, ha, you know, and now it can be something that, you know, turns whole countries into other shit. Like, that's wild, man. That's power. Yeah, it's like, I go on TikTok and I see, Shit from like the Russian Ukraine war, and I'm like, damn. Like that kind of shit it is what keeps me off. Never been like this. Of, 
Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what kind of shit that keeps me off of TikTok. Is it? But seems... it's every. But it's everywhere. It's on Twitter. It's on TikTok. It's on. See, Reddit. I'm not on Twitter either. I thought about getting back on there, but I haven't been on Twitter in years. And it's on Instagram. Yeah, I'm starting to see that. Uh, it's everywhere. You with can't the really reels, escape. you can't really you can't escape, really escape it. it. It's it's coming into everything, but everything's going to that format too. That mm-hmm. this format, this thing, you know, where we're all just in, endlessly doing this. Yeah. Uh, you know, we're gonna have different thumbs in the future. I feel like our thumbs are gonna grow. You know, alien hands. They're probably because they have human cell evolution. Phones. We have like technology long enough. Uh-huh. It's gonna. It's definitely gonna adjust our body yo did you see that what that artist created they were like humans in like a million years or some shit we, yeah, all had, like, saw white, it. we had like big ass eyes and our fingers were all weird shaped and it was from technology like us adapting that's to holding a, that's shit that's absolutely what we're probably gonna look it's like. creepy as fuck but then if you look at like what a gray alien looks like yeah that's some straight conspiracy shit but I think they just us on a long enough timeline they just turn into us like we're them Mm-hmm. That make a lot of sense. So that's even more scary to think about. Because like, dude, that means that they went back in time. That's what I'm saying. They're not aliens. They're uses. Yeah. Now why would they come back? Because shit fucking sucks, and they're trying to fix it. Maybe yeah. that's what it all really is. That would make a, that would make a lot of sense. Or they're trying to delay something. Or maybe they're trying to speed it up. Maybe shit's so wild they want more things to have the opportunity. Like maybe it is for good deeds. You know, you know one thing I love. I love space and astronomy and all that. Dude, me too. Well, and, yeah, you um, had a what was it? Was that a song or a record? Hyper, you played? Hyperdrive. Uh huh. Yeah, Hyperdrive. Yeah. Last year. Last uh, year, that was it. I was fucked, dude. I dropped, I dropped three records that year. You played a show recently, and I think was it Eyes Up House. I say recently, dude, but that could have been. Did you play Eyes Up House this year? Mm-hmm. You did a couple times. The third song. You did. I remember it was the third one. Mm-hmm. That shit was fucking phenomenal. Thank you. And I think it was from that. Mm-hmm. I think I remember asking. Was it one that. of my, me and Max songs? Yes. Yeah, because we had a we had an album that dropped. Okay. And we, uh, dude, Hell's Angels. Hell's Angels. Shouts out Mac. We go to stream Hell's Angels. Dude, he goes so fucking hard. That man's. That man's. Bravado. Spirit. He's got bravado. He's got bravado. He is infectious as fuck. <laughs> I always, I always go, I always go around like people wanted to see what I could do. I show them Hell's Angels. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. That's my, that's my record. That's like the shit. It's so good. That's the best rap record I've ever made. Really? Yeah, I ever exactly produced. It's phenomenal. I love every every bit of it. Like that that show. I that. That wasn't when I met him because that was the year before that. I remember that. We but, met back. Me and Mac met back in twenty sixteen at Fire Room. Oh, see, so y'all been friends. Mm-hmm. We've been friends awesome. for years, and we uh, met through Goonie. You know, we met through just doing the shows and just <laughs> trying to hop on opportunity. We connected, and we we understood that our uh, perspectives were a lot alike. And you know, I'm saying he's a great artist for real. Like, I really admire his his creative outlook. Great artist, great passion. Mm-hmm. He's got a lot of passion. Start uh, tattooing. Be, too t- be going hard. With he's licensed now. Woo! You feel me, my dude? He got it the next day, dude. We did the podcast, and he was all nervous and shit. And he got it the next day. <laughs> Fucking awesome. That's amazing. I love and he's it. killing it. I no, gotta go is. get one from him. I told him I would. I just, you know, it's all about timing. Yeah, same, same. Tattoos are permanent. To, I'm still trying to figure out what I want because you got one. Uh, I got two. You got two, but I. 
I, I, they were for my boy Coffee. Okay. Uh, I'm trying to get another one for Mac, though. I want to get one for Mac. Right. And, uh, you know, he's definitely been going hard. It's been respectable. It's always cool to do other things because even I do graphic design and other shit outside of music. That Is there something system. you don't do? Let's just start with the list of shit you don't do, Uniwa, because mm-hmm. <laughs> I feel like that might be a shorter list. Clock dance. <laughs> Clock dance? I don't watch golf. I don't either. That's the most boring shit in the world. I don't watch baseball either. You know what? Hockey's boring on TV too, I think. I watch hockey though. But live hockey is fucking awesome. You ever yeah. been to one? It's like a football game. Dude. On ice. I think they, it's better they, than a football they hit, game. They hit each other. And yeah. it's like, they <sighs> the have noise? so much. Yeah. Oh my God. When someone checks someone into is that wall. Is it because of the screens? They're kind of like. They're plexiglass. So when they get hit, there's this reverberation like mm-hmm. down the wall so you just hear you know these panels just start shaking it's a wild shit people be bleeding that shit a lot I've never seen athletes bleed that much they're going 60 miles an hour with razor blades attached to their fucking feet smacking into each other they're 200 pounds 6 foot you know they're beast humans that is a wild ass game mm-hmm. whoever came up with that shit was just beyond crazy yeah they were <laughs> I remember I did a uh, report. I did two reports growing up because I wasn't playing football. I was athletic. I mm-hmm. played basketball too, but um, I made a report on football and I made a report on steroids. Oh, are you for or against steroids? I'm for steroids if it's for rehabilitation. 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 Okay. Um, that's when it's under like, like you know. Uh, doctor's provisions that right, are like right. actually specific to the ailment and right. not just you juicing like see i'm kind of like on the other end i'm kind of like let's just see what it's like if everyone's doing yeah. it yeah no i think it I've, I've studied it enough to know that it's like you have way higher chance of heart disease oh it fucks you up yeah you get, yeah you get really bad body acne <laughs> all those guys die from heart attacks man all those bodybuilders and people who a lot of those too guys, and even wrestlers like a lot of wrestlers i've liked have died from yeah. heart attacks yep. they but also a lot of those guys do cocaine and they drink and they're partying dude they're doing they're partying hard they're doing fucking painkillers unbelievable mm-hmm. like there uh, isn't like wwe and shit they it's like every night that ain't just once a week shit. They're doing that it's, every it's single tr- day. They have two shows at SmackDown and Raw, and then you know what I'm saying. God, that's so much. That's so much then on NXT, a human body, though. NXT, which is just the other roster, but mm. you know, I feel like it's hard on the body. I've always loved wrestling, though. That's like one of my like interests. Like I'm when I'm not it. when I'm not doing music, when I'm not doing some shit, I'm watching wrestling. I'm watching AEW. AEW's off the hinges, bro. Yeah, that shit is unhinged. Seeing Chris Jericho get slammed through like a glass table. Did you go to the Vino's wrestling thing? I wanted to, but I, I had to. I think I was in Arizona. I had just played Phoenix. Okay. That's actually, I forgot to say that. I played Phoenix last year for the first time. Yo, Phoenix is awesome. It was cool. I went to the. Uh, Dry as shit, but awesome. I got a really bad cold after coming back from that. Yeah, yeah. You, it was, I felt so shitty. Yeah, there's no humidity there. I may have caught. I don't think I caught COVID. I think I just got dust in my lungs. Yeah, you're just sick. Yeah, absolutely. I believe that. Because uh, that's what it more or less felt like. I, I, I dro- we drove through Arizona on our way back home from L.A., and I was like, I've never experienced climate like this. Mm-hmm. It's like zero. It's like my body can't even handle this. I haven't been exposed to this before. Right. Yeah, you got to get acclimated. And then <clears throat> that's why 
comedians and musicians get sick all the fucking time because they're going in and out of all these it's different. Hu- yeah. Anybody that travels tours, like wrestlers, any of these Dude, any of us, like listen, we we weren't made to go from one climate to another in hours. It, it used to take months, you know, to get the journey in. Mm-hmm. Horse and buggy. Uh, literally, until a hundred years ago, it took months to do that, and now it's fucking it. Dude, there are planes that are so goddamn train. fast. Yeah, a train that's so goddamn fast. Across the country. You go like an, 130 an, miles per hour. Dude, instantly. I'm here. Done. Just cool. Yeah. Shit's going. It's gone. <laughs> Halfway to California already. That's right. That's wild, dude. You was in Baltimore. And that was not that long ago. Like, we are living in the future with some bodies that weren't made for the future. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we got to adapt first. Adjust and adapt. Uh-huh. Yeah. So Phoenix, I went to the uh, museum of mo- uh, modern, uh, a museum of modern instruments. It oh. had by, uh, by a category. Each category was like a place. Really. Uh, like a like a place in the world, like a country. And okay. It went down these countries, every countries in the world's musical, like heritage and how. Oh. The music of these societies. It went. I saw Mongolian. I saw Italian. I saw Poland. I saw. You know what I'm saying? It shows. That is wicked. Poland had like the big Dorito guitars. Oh yeah. <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah. Like Europe had a lot of funny, silly-looking string instruments, and it was so cool though. They had a full orchestra, a little set where you could see each part of the orchestra and be Dude, able to label them. Awesome. I love museums like. I'm really fascinated with not just music, but music and art. And a lot of those older pieces, like 1600, had 1600s pianos. So they what weren't the full fuck? size. They were small. I can show you pictures. Like a harpsichord. Yeah, like bling, exactly. Bling, bling, bling. Yeah. And, and they had whole, like, paintings inside of the oh yeah of the frame like and, the lids and shit were all ornate because they would leave them open for the yeah. cere- like they would have not ceremonies but like shows concerts yeah you know? and they would and you would be able to turn it that direction mm-hmm. and you can tell because the legs have faces on them that would face towards that, the and they all all the legs f- have faces that face towards the same way interesting so everybody can see that it's art also right well yeah dude i mean god everything was made by hand mm-hmm. it was art everything was art mm-hmm. the motherfucker playing the thing on a piece of art somebody took probably months to make with a fucking chisel dude <laughs> right <laughs> a fucking and block I'm, of wood and a chisel i'm so fascinated with classical and orchestra and it's, it's crazy that, that they were able to pull that kind of shit off when they were doing it because it's been around mm. a hot a fucking long minute. time long i time. mean it went through the dark ages, you name it. That and that shit stayed it, around. It survived. Yeah. I, I, I really like taking like classical instruments and I think it in theater last years. You know what I'm saying? Working into my music. Yes. Because I don't know, some about those sounds, it's some about those instruments mm-hmm. like that are really special. Oh they sound I mean powerful. They sound like they're like the perfect instrument to me. I think it's like because it's not electric it's nature. Mm-hmm. It's like nature like we are nature and it is nature and we're using it like it's like it's almost like we're enhancing ourselves whereas like as much as i love like guitar and shit like that i think that's why drums are so sick because Mm -hmm. they are just natural Mm -hmm. i think you do lose i think you fundamentally just you know being all fucking bougie hippie over here Mm -hmm. i think you fundamentally lose something when you plug it into a grid a pat like a power grid 
there's something gets lost in translation. It's still awesome. It can still be infinitely awesome, but there is something about like it, I can sit and listen to an orchestral piece and just fucking be in tears by the end of it. Mm. So holy shit. I mean, same thing with a real song, like a modern day song, but how mm. is that possible when the shit was written 400 fucking years ago? Yeah. You know? It's like are you listening to like to Chervosky or like any like great class that's like the guy that made the nutcracker but like i'm a huge mozart fan um, i love mozart. that music i feel like classical was basically just like them trying to make the perfect form of music yes and so i see myself as a contemporary electronic musician i want to and the older i got if you go through my catalog you know i used to make a lot of upbeat dancey just mm-hmm. you know you know just have fun bedroom shit right when i got older i want to become more avant right avant-garde, like and like kind of like you know what that is life mm-hmm. you, you have more life like, you. Uh-huh. you know what I'm saying I want to feel like a painting that's I right. want to make paintings like and you're telling a story my, yeah I feel like that's what my music is now and when I work that in I feel like um, I'm adding the texture I think that shows I'll, I'll say this to you now I think that shows especially in your re- more recent stuff like from even just a few years ago mm-hmm. you can definitely see a growth of te- <coughs> excuse me <clears throat> Of telling a story in a song, and it doesn't even have to have words. Of that's powerful, man. That's ho- that's so fucking hard to do. It is. Like I genuinely don't grasp how you do it. <clears throat> well, it's because I write the concepts of my albums before I make them. Really? Mm-hmm. Very cool. I um. Hi, Kurt. Hey. <laughs> uh, I uh, write the concepts of my albums before I make them, and I write down how I feel, and I write down what I want the atmosphere to be. I already have an idea behind everything I want in the album before I, I get there. And then if I get to a point where I want to change things and want to change the vision a little bit, then I'll do that later along the lines. But I'm very organized in how I do everything. And I am I make myself work on timelines and I make give myself deadlines and I make sure that I, or I, I don't have to completely confine myself but to a certain degree, to get the most out of myself, I understand what I need. Right. So that's it's kind of like where I, that's why that's where I'm operating at at this point in my life. That is that's fucking awesome, dude. That's very <clears throat> that's very cool. We did that with this record we're holding on to mm-hmm. that will hopefully be out this year. I swear to God, but. We did that exact thing. That's that's crazy. As soon as you said that, it just was like, holy fuck. <clears throat> Maybe there's more to that than I thought. Yeah. You're a very inspirational person, you know. I try to be. I always try to make people know that when the world, they say the world is your oyster, yo. Like, they, you got to really feel like that. You got to right. really feel like, you know what I'm saying, like your, your legs are rooted into the ground. Yes. And, I, I, uh, you know... It's like also I'm so abstract of a person. Like I can say some funny, some crazy off the wall funny shit. Or in a moment's notice in the middle of the night, I can just get and also I get like not I get kind of visions. I get dreams. I get very sure. abstract dreams. And it's like like I get abstract dreams and I'm just like yo how do I even make sense of this and just so I feel like a lot of like what I see in my mind's eye through since I've grown up was you know like 
space travel, like, yeah. like futurism, like the coming of age, like you know what I'm saying. I'm kind of like I admit I want to I embody that because that's all I've ever seen in my my mind's eye, you know. And I truly feel that like I had a uh, a dream a couple of weeks ago, you know. So I had to tell the homie about this. I woke up instantly and I was like, "Yo, yo, yo, <laughs> listen to this shit." You never can believe. And it felt so it vivid. It's some some dreams are so vivid. I had a dream, and it's like hyperdrive shit, like hyperdrive. This uh-huh. is where shit like hyperdrive comes from. I had a dream out of nowhere, and it was it's people on a spaceship, and you can see Earth in their view as they're moving away. But everybody is decrepitly depressed because everybody who leaving Earth, not because by choice, but because they have to. Right. Like and, I was dying. and in my and in my in my dream, I'm seeing like each individual's pain of like of their like their attachment to Earth being like every, the thing that gave them life and where they were created and where their their origin started. Right. Like having to part ways with that, and that that itself is the biggest will be the biggest sacrifice for humankind as as a Af- as an Afrofuturist. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like as a futurist, I perceive not only just the positives of futurism and the technological advancements, but also the negatives. Right. And uh quantifying and balancing all these things to me is yeah. my, my music. That's a wild ass thought, dude. You had that in a dream? Yeah. Fuck. Hey maybe it wasn't a dream. There is something to that man. I you know, I'm I believe there's something else to all this. I don't know what it is. I don't subscribe to anything, but definitely feels like yeah. it's not all that it, this is. Yeah, we it, feel very the, the, like the vividness of dreams like that. Like, so, dude, the, there are some dreams I'm like, I swear to God, it was. Real. I was there. Yeah. yeah, like it felt like I could feel like it felt what made that dream make me wake up so hard and make me think so hard after I woke you up was like I felt it. everybody's pain. Right. That I saw, like I saw people. Like that's crazy, and dude. Like I, where? What the fuck even is that, right? Yeah. Like where the fuck are we? Where did you go? Your and why? Did, and why? And why is my subconscious processing this right now? And what? Is... How did it even think of that? First off, how did it even think? And like you can say, okay, space. Maybe you've seen movies or you dream about space. We're connected to space, whether we want to be or not. But to be like, I saw everyone's pain, and I knew this about this situation, and blah blah blah. Like what the fuck? Unless you were really there that doesn't make sense that's crazy yeah dude that's wild man yeah oh wow i definitely have woken up from dreams and been scared that they were visions for sure yeah for sure i feel that 100 because i because i don't want i wouldn't want that for anyone in humanity some of my dreams like they're like more like humanity like dealing right. things like for some reason well even like i have this weird thought that like even though like they you know they say it's all infinite there's infinite us is doing infinite things there's yeah multiverse, you and the multi, me. multiverse there's an infinite you and me right now doing this exact same thing infinite times but slightly different right like you didn't just take a drink of the beer yeah right each each possibility branches off and creates another, another university of possibilities which but, creates another they keep splitting off at the two ends right you know and that's so just like mere probability also the, the probability of it is that it if it can exist the probability is that it does exist exactly right? so but even in that like my whole thing is like because we can go 
all the way down to a microscope and find little creatures living in their own universe right here on this table. Yeah. And they don't know shit about us. Yeah. And we barely know shit about them. And there might be something lower than that. It's kind of like uh, uh, I saw that, I think it was the Arizona University. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they just had a named two new materials. Oh, shit. That were found in the meteorite. Oh, uh, space in materials. In Africa, yeah. New shit. So we're finding new materials and... I mean, minerals, basically. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And uh, unobtainium. And, and yeah, <laughs> new new things. And like periodic tables going to grow. And That's so the universe is like like I, I I'm very well grounded in the sense that the universe, we live in a very secluded kind of part of the galaxy. Like we're the kind galaxy, of yeah. like. Well, we're on the tail over here. Yeah, we're, we're like the here. very tail. Yo, if no one has ever looked up where you sit in this galaxy. Please do it that. It will change your fucking life. We're not even close to the dude to the to the middle. It at blew all. my fucking mind where yeah. we sit in the proximity of this whole beast of a galaxy. And yeah. like, we're dude, literally on the outskirts. We're on the we're in the fucking yeah we're in the forest of the galaxy. Like we're we're the rednecks of the galaxy. Now what's what's like, the what's what's where the where the deeper? Like I wonder what's going on over there. Like what what happened to the other like. What is it? What are we? Nine billion light years across, or some shit, or ninety? Something like that. It's some insane number. What it, the fuck? I mean, the, there's so much distance between these, us and what would be these types of concepts. Is how I came up with star system heartbreak. That's so sick, dude. <laughs> I, I think about this stuff way too much, Uni. Because yeah. my thing is, is even in the infinite uses, I still like. I, I always try to believe that we're special. And not just us as humans. I'm saying us cosmically, like, because what do we have? Eight planets. Yeah. On those. I eight mean, planets, we definitely are on in those the eight gal- planets and in suns. The, a galactical sense, we are. Like, because that's just all emptiness. We're the only us in this galaxy. So if you take that and multiply it, or the solar times, system in our solar system, maybe we don't even know that. Yeah, we don't know the ga- the galaxy so long. We just, the they could have been so on big. the opposite exact side of us, and we wouldn't know. We'd never know. But like. Even with just that, even just in our little solar system, right? Mm-hmm. There's more nothing than there is something. So even if you infinite that, the something is still special, right? Mm-hmm. Like we're unique, and we're and I, you know, I'm, you know, I just like that we can all be together, and we don't, you know, all this fussing around and shit gets me like irritated sometimes because it's like it really it's just is one like, planet which is like, one planet dude we're on a spaceship right now we are star cruisers we're in the middle of it mm-hmm. and we're just having a conversation we're just two people and this like, is the so default much. this is crazy isn't this crazy like there's so much shit that's going on that doesn't have to be going on mm-hmm. like because infinitely it's so wild it's dude the fact that we're on a giant fucking self-replicating ship Floating through the cosmos at a billion miles an hour is fast. It's we're, unbelievable. We're so moving fast, and we're moving in like a vortex. <laughs> the galaxy's moving. The solar system's moving. It all moves like moving, a, it all moves, at the same time. It also moves like a vortex, like yeah. this. Oh, the, yeah, because like it's a going swirl. and we're yeah, dude, unreal. I that shit. I think about that stuff. We move like a DNA strand. We do, and that's something. So, there's something yeah. to it. Mm-hmm. 